Today is Monday, May 31st, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage. On Friday, the Senate voted to block bipartisan legislation that would establish an independent commission to investigate the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. The vote was 54 to 35 in favor of bringing the bill up for debate, not to be confused with the vote to pass the bill itself. But by some wax Senate math, a 54 to 35 vote in favor of bringing the bill up for debate actually means that the bill will not be brought up for debate, since the measure needs 60 votes to proceed thanks to the filibuster, which I am so tired of mentioning here. At this point, although the bill failed, Democrats may have a new plan to investigate the attack on the Capitol, which would involve establishing something called a select House committee and doesn't require Republican support to establish. However, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi hasn't publicly stated what she plans to do next, but I hope it doesn't only involve her ripping up the piece of paper that the bill is written on and then forgetting about it. After a dramatic all-night debate, the Texas Senate approved one of the most restrictive voting bills in the country. The bill is expected to be passed quickly by the Republican-controlled State House next and then signed by Governor Greg Abbott shortly. The bill would make it illegal for election officials to send out unsolicited mail ballot applications, empower partisan poll watchers and ban practices such as drop boxes and drive through voting, as well as bar early voting hours on Sunday mornings, which is aimed at hampering Democratic get-out-the-vote programs for Black churchgoers. And lastly, the bill will make it easier to overturn an election for two reasons. One is that it no longer requires evidence that fraud actually altered an outcome of a race, but rather only that enough ballots were illegally cast that could have made a difference. It also changes the legal standard for overturning an election from reasonable doubt to preponderance of the evidence, which is a much lower evidentiary standard. As your friend who's a 1L in law school will gladly tell you. Yesterday, two people were killed and more than 20 were injured after shooters with assault rifles and handguns began shooting into the crowd at a concert in the Miami area. Three people approached the venue in a white Nissan Pathfinder and began shooting into the crowd before fleeing the scene. No arrests have been made as of yesterday, and no suspects have been identified. It looks like Israel's prime minister for the past 12 years, Benjamin Netanyahu, is likely going to be out of power soon, after a diverse coalition of Israeli opposition parties said yesterday that they finally have enough votes to form a unity government to unseat him. It only took four or five elections to get here. The agreement was spearheaded by centrist Yair Lapid, Netanyahu's former defense minister, and his ally Naftali Bennett, who will lead a power-sharing agreement. Bennett would serve as prime minister to be succeeded by Lapid at a later date. Netanyahu called the plan the fraud of the century because, of course, he did. Meanwhile, Egypt and Israel are holding high-level talks to shore up the truce between Israel and Hamas and working towards rebuilding the Gaza Strip. This marks the first public visit by an Israeli foreign minister to Egypt since 2008. An indigenous community in British Columbia says that it has found evidence of what happened to some of its children that had been missing for decades. Ground-penetrating radar uncovered a mass grave containing the remains of 215 children on the grounds of a former residential school. The origin of all of this is that starting in the 19th century, Canada had a system of residential schools that Indigenous children were forced to attend. A National Truth and Reconciliation Commission, which was set up as part of a government apology and settlement over the schools, concluded that at least 4,100 students died while attending these schools, either from mistreatment, neglect, diseases, or accidents, and that in many cases, families never learned the fate of their children. 
This system was in place up until its last school closed in 1996. Hat shop in Nashville called Hatworks, a very original name, went viral this weekend for its promotion of a yellow Star of David badge that had the words not vaccinated on it. In a callback to Marjorie Taylor Greene's idiotic comparison of masking and vaccination to the Holocaust. Despite being widely called out, the store stood by its promotion of the badges, while legendary hat supplier Stetson said they will no longer distribute to the store. So where are you guys going to get your hats now? And lastly, everyone knows Memorial Day weekend is a prime wedding weekend. But did you know that British Prime Minister and Trump doppelganger Boris Johnson got married on Saturday to his fiancée, Carrie Simmons? The two have been engaged since 2019 and got married in front of 30 guests. Which sounds about right given that this is Boris's third marriage. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying these daily updates, you can help support this show and keep it growing by pressing follow on your Spotify and or rating, reviewing, and subscribing on iTunes. And of course, I really appreciate all of your support and feedback. For more in-depth and hilarious discussion on today's most important issues, be sure to tune in to the Betches Up podcast every Monday through Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. 